Okay, let's first recap. We're going to go to your single sheet uh, later on this year, which was number 26 in your folder. Exactly. If, you, ask Michael for if you're on the computer, uh, yeah, Michael is there. Okay. Michael, uh, please grant us permission. Okay, thank you. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, recording now? Yeah. Okay. Good? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's recap because this tree issue, which is not a side issue, this is the first main part of our sugya. Um, the lumdus is fascinating. The metzias is uh, very interesting as well. And what we discussed last night between the acorns, the crab apples, uh, the berries, I'll get back to the crab apples in a moment because those are in the grayest or reddest area. And it seems to be clear based on the rye we bought from Rashi last night, that there were trees that were regularly harvested for their wood, even though they had some sort of fruit. And Rashi just mentions that that's considered major lumber business and doesn't comment that, however, it's usher, because it's clearly mutter. And the second rye that we ran out of time, but I'll mention now, is actually a din that's brought down in Shulchan Aruch, believe it or not, in Yeridei Hilchaz Arla, it's Reit Sadi Dalid. I did make the copy. It's one line, so just listen up. You can look it up afterwards. Reit Sadi Dalid. Sivcha Zayin. Hanatea b'makom she'ena yishuv. If you have a tree and it's in the bundaks. Now, I don't know. Bundaks and Ava Place? You never know. These expressions are... Uh, so I don't insult anybody from there. But... Enamakom um, yishuv means nobody lives there. Like, it's really far out. And because of that, yeah, travelers have passed by a tree, but... No one would bother harvesting whatever was growing there because by the time he got it back to civilization, it wasn't worth anything because they couldn't store it, they couldn't ship it quickly enough, and it wouldn't stay. That's what the Mechaber is describing. We're talking about Hilchah's Erla. It doesn't have it in Erla. You know what that means. It doesn't have it in Erla because Erla only applies to fruit, and it's not a fruit. It is a fruit, and it's edible. So you see clearly over here, we don't need to give us a din here. We don't give it a din erla because fruit, by definition, is something that people normally eat or normally harvest to eat. And the fact that if they were on the derech and they might be hungry and pick some of these nice things you just brought me doesn't necessarily make it a fruit. So this is like the Rashi on the sugya. It's the same concept. Chaznish brings this out in Hilchzarla and Simon Aleph. It says beferish that it could be a real bona fide food, it's not even a shayla, whether it's too sour, or whether it's healthy or toxic, or it's just people don't pay attention to it. I mentioned last night the black walnuts growing right here, somewhere down East Willow. Um, they're walnuts, but nobody bothers with them for whatever reason, they didn't look into them, they're hard as a crack, and they don't taste as good. What did he say last night? He said they're not, it's hard as a crack. Okay, so... They're not harvested, so people just let them be there, and if they fall off, they fall off. If you were hungry or you were on a nature hike and you were interested in tasting it to see an infosabere, that doesn't necessarily, you'd have to make a bracha. And haetz, if it's clearly edible, that doesn't make it a fruit for our so again, it doesn't make it a fruit for Orla. So this is already, the Shailav had a taicha patin deraisa, and the Mechaber Paskins, it's Pater, because no one, by and large, nobody brings it back to eat, store, market, sell, whatever the case may be. 
So that's in one line a very clear indication of what we saw in Rashi last night. So many people ask me after the shear, during the day today and right before the shear now, like the berries you just brought me, where'd they go? You still have them? Okay, so nice, delicious-looking berries. I might be infested, so I wouldn't try them right after the shear. But they look like uh, blackberries and uh, raspberries, whatever. It's growing on a tree. They're not in a bush. And do you know they're edible? You know they're edible. Oh, that, because you said you saw it in uh, wherever you saw it, Moldova. Okay, so they're edible. They might have some uh, health benefits. And Lamaisa, in this country, you always judge by so man. No one seems to be paying too much attention. And you never saw anybody congregating under the tree to shake the tree to get them out. So. Which, which type? Which type? So, yeah, but apples, you can't say. That's why I mentioned Mr. Johnny Appleseed last night. You can, apples are very American. It didn't start in America. because It's a very popular fruit. The fact that you might have an apple tree and you don't go bother because it's easier to buy it in the store. Cleaner, shinier, smeared with who knows what, but that's a different story. What? But these aren't, I don't think it's the same... I don't know if it is. Is it? It's not the same. Is it harvested in Moldova? People are hungry. Okay, so I'm saying the kids are on a nature hike and the kids have nothing to do Sunday afternoon is not the Raya. And Hilchazala doesn't say me or if a traveler would pick it. That's exactly the point over here. Right? Did you get this off of the tree? You found it on the ground. Aha, uh-huh. wasn't so tall. There, there, is a, there is one, right, right in this, we had one in the backyard, in the backyard that is glass, there are two of them found. Aha. So again, but why is nobody, it's I'm saying, it has to be a similar mint. That's why I agree with you, because crab apples is a very close cousin to apples. What? I, I used to have an apple tree in my backyard. Crab apples or apples? They're crab apples. So they're crab apples. Apples don't taste horrible in any country. They're crab apples or some variation thereof. So I believe there's a, you can make a good argument that the crab apples generally are not eaten, not taken. You can make jam out of them. Most people, especially in America, that's why I say, in America, no one's going to start being metopple with a crab apple in their backyard. You got to... In Siberia, I would eat anything that doesn't crawl away. Um, in, it, was, it was commonly grown by yeah. and made... Okay, so over there, you, it would be also to cut down. I'm saying, if it's not, the Chaznish's point is, you see, if Farish did an Orla, if it's not used, and everybody's ignoring it, you can't say that with your apple tree, because apples we don't ignore. But if it's already a variation, I'm a little nervous about the crab apples. By the time... We get into the sugya a few weeks down the line. When you get to the Kabbalah in Yanam and the Sakana, you're going to be very nervous to touch any of the things. I'm just saying, saying as far as the Hokel. I'm not saying Lamaisa, you should touch these things, but you can make a very good argument, certainly up in Igla, that over here, I'm not, we're not talking about Hatterm yet, when it's Mazigu, like those other berries in Brooklyn, uh, where, they, where some people are collecting it, and for them, we'll be able to cut down the tree, but most people in these neighborhoods that they're found aren't. That's why the people are coming from other neighborhoods. I don't want to get into ethnic uh, preferences, but it's clearly in Flatbush. Nobody likes them. They all hate them, and they're constantly talking about these trees. And Halodeverhu, and then there's a whole society of uh, 
a billion people who come and collect them, and it's very special for them, and they come get it. So over there, you wouldn't be able to cut it down. And I, you can make an argument over here, since it's so wanted, you wouldn't. But the crab apples, no one's cutting down, by and large. And once in a blue moon, I bump into a guy who might like them with enough sugar, and I haven't bumped into anybody with the acorn. So crab apples are somewhere in the middle, and then there are many variations where the crab apples are closer to regular apples. The one you said was pretty lousy, the one you tasted, and you never went back again. What made you taste it? Do you want to cut down the tree, or you just... You were curious. Okay, I would check the worm for worms also, make sure there are no holes. But the, the insects, the different schmooze. Did, uh, okay, okay. So the point is that you have a fair should then in our law that if it's not worth it, maize of time shayyir, we live in an affluent society, we're not short of food. Maize of time shayyir, people are not harvesting a lot of these things. You can make the argument of penigla, it's not a fruit bearing tree, as opposed to the heter where it's mazik and it's taking up real estate and the wood's worth more. Those are different heterim. But there's a very interesting chuva in the Ivitz, Shazan Chuva's Ivitz, where he says that even if it's an Indian apinister, which there is to some degree, that even when it's mutter, perhaps you shouldn't cut it down because it's dangerous. We'll get to the makar of that in the Gemara hopefully tonight, he says that's only when you have a fruit-bearing tree that's labeled the fruit-bearing tree, fruits that are wanted and used, by and large, or at least a meat of and you have a different heter to cut down. It's Mazikyu is taking up the real estate, all the other time. That, even though it's Mutter might be dangerous. If it's not even a fruit-bearing tree, meaning the fruit is because your fruit, most people don't eat it, he tines no sakan over there. Others argue, and they say it is. That's why we're way far away from anything Lamaisa. Uh, we're at the very beginning of the sugya, but by the end of the sugya, most people are usually a bit nervous about touching any of these things because the way she does that it might be a little dangerous, and we do other things to get around it, like disowning it. What I find interesting, you have a hand here, yeah. What was that? No. No, because over there, uh, it's a hidder, it's somewhat similar. It's a hidder to find something that's you only make it a bracha once a year. You might as well have something that's really a fruit bearing tree, lecholadeus. So that part is the same, Shaila. But over there, I don't think people, you're saying, not for to be, can somebody go over an oak tree with, I think there was a havamina prior discussion. I don't think, I was explaining the havamina. I think the maskana, we don't consider acorns. I think if you didn't have a real apple tree and only had crab apples, I think you'd be able to make the bracha because of this. Yeah, yeah. The food we go to, Mordechai Ginsburg, who's listening to this year tomorrow morning at 4 a.m., uh, he told me they're apple trees. He didn't say they're crab apples. I assume they're regular apples. I didn't I have to ask him, or he'll probably send me an email when he hears this tomorrow. But uh, it's better to get a real apple whole day, because, yes, I think it's related enough that why not get something you hit there. But it's fascinating. And Chazni says, yeah, it's obviously it's edible, or else it wouldn't be a shaila, but. It's not harvested as such, which is really what Rashi was saying last night, that nobody pays attention to the, whatever food was hanging on that tree, and they used it for lumber. And that was the way it was, as opposed to olives, where the lumber is very valuable, but the olives are a lot more, and you cannot cut it down for that reason. This was an olive tree growing in the wilderness. Well, that was like Ellie's question. I don't think you can make it there, because no one's, that's just to define what type of tree. I don't think, I can't prove it from the Mechaber, I just read you're saying, what if you have an olive tree? Clearly, the whole day, it just happens to be in the middle of nowhere. It's an olive. You can't say an olive is not a fruit-bearing tree. I think, what, I think what's inherent in this is that it's because she something that is not that... Uh, it's not... Um, it's an apricot tree, growing a, or, or a mango tree. Right. I agree with you. It sounds like this from the Chaber. 
uh, and maybe in Hochazol, the special gazette is a cost of yes, but I wouldn't in this sugi, I wouldn't, I wouldn't attach it, even though I bring a rye from here. It's a good question. I'd have to see if anybody brings a rye. But Lush on the Machaber is Ha'ilam uh, Elov, you didn't plant this tree, you weren't interested in Bishra Siachid, then all of a sudden just grew Chayiv. And then he says, I feel Potter because no one's going to bring it back to civilization. I, I sort of assumed, I'd have to probably bring a Raya, that we're talking about something that was borderline anyway, and therefore it would be no Gea because if. Yeah. Well. Well, that's not a Kasha. Right. So, so why would you do that? So the answer is, you were living there then. No, I, I don't. Okay, I have to re- remind you about that. I'll try to. I'll try to bring a raya, but leave me that for our sugya, it once all apples are apple trees, then uh, then you'd have to make an argument that no one's passing by here, and not only am I not bringing it in because I don't want to bring it to market, no one's ever going to use it, and therefore it's a total brachal of Altala, and therefore there's no baltashkes. You can make such an argument. But that would that would require a little more work, right? Is it, is it not Balkashas if people are not going to use a banana with life? Yeah, we don't worry about this. This does not trigger Balkashas. It might be if you're ruining something, some of the bria. We're talking about the original Doresa of cutting down fruit bearing trees, which is far worse. Everything else might be Dorabonon, might be no Malkas. We'll get to that. But but we're, we're talking about so if you have a tree in the middle of nowhere, no one ever has any access. Fine. It says Ba'ena Malkam Yishuv. Means he's not bringing it back to market. His lushan over here is it's not worth the tipo shematapo yishuv. But yes, I, I would need a raya, and I will uh, see if anybody spells that out. That we're talking about something a little off the beaten path, because if we're talking about a regular algae, then we're making chilukim that well, I don't want to. I have an algae in my backyard. I don't want to. I'm, I buy securities and commodities. I'm not interested, so I can cut it down. But it's in my backyard. I agree with you. A lot of neighbors, no one's coming by. So then we have a much bigger chiddush, which I wasn't prepared to say. You're asking a, a good question. Why not? But uh, then we have a lot of coolers. And you can cut down anything because you're lazy. You don't want to bring it. Or That would be a tremendous chiddush. So we'll uh, get back to that. Uh, I will mention another idea which is along the same lines which is, uh, I'm going to throw out this example now there might be, uh, there's going to be a lot of opinions on this and we will get back to it because this is really the uh, nuts and bolts of the general Batash Chesugia and very much an American question uh, would you, without getting personal over here, if you were walking down the street minding your own business and uh, obviously thinking and learning or talking and learning or on your phone talking and learning or listening to a share, what else would you do walking down the street and you see in the corner of your eye a shiny object, and you look for a brief second as you're walking at top speed. All New Yorkers walk at top speeds, and you see it's a dime or a quarter. Would you stop? Now, it would be ridiculous to ask this Shiloh 70 years ago. I'm wondering, a ridiculous Shiloh. <laughs> 1930, would you ask this Shiloh? Wouldn't even ask the Shiloh. You see a penny? Right? Penny saves a penny earned. Somebody must have coined that after the crash of 29. Right? They've been talking about discontinuing the pennies for a while now. So I would say a really extreme case if you see a penny, but I think all of you would say, no, I'm not bending down. So I'm raising the stakes. Let's make it a quarter. Now, just uh, do the math for a moment. Just throw this out. Let's say it takes 15 seconds to stop, bend down, pick it up, and go on your merry way. 
That's going to be very merry because you just made a quarter. So 15 seconds. So let's do simple math. So you got four quarters in a dollar and four sets of 15 seconds in a minute. So it's a dollar a minute. That's $60 an hour. Not bad for pay. So before anybody jumps in, I don't want to stack this, all that I just did. Before anybody jumps in and says, I'm not stopping, I'm going, running down the block, going to wherever I'm going. I'm not stopping for, pick up a quarter, and I don't know what's on it. It's dirty, and it's corona, and I'm not, I'm not picking up any quarters. So is that Baltashas? Well, it's not Baltashas. The next guy will pick it up. But let's say it's, it's roll, about to roll down the drain. I've got to like, go quickly before it goes down the drain. So do I have a right not to pick up that quarter? It's $60 an hour, not bad. What? How are you? Uh, you have the, something is rolling in front of you. You have the ability just to scoop down. Saying it's not bad, not as bad because not my quarter in the first place. I just didn't pick it up. But Baltashkas, you're letting resources go to, going down the drain, you know, one of those little drains. It's, no one's ever going to see it again. What? Yeah, but that's you're affecting the tree. I'm just talking about quarters. Tom bending down to pick up dimes. So everybody looks perplexed because maybe I stacked it too much. Maybe you all have picked up many dimes in the last few days. And it's illegal. Yes, I hear somebody who just yeah. And Michael says we should let it go down the drain because we'll control inflation if it gets lost. That's a very common thing to explain. You happen to be right on a small scale. But uh, uh, Pasha says it's not, you didn't throw away your quarter, but you know what? I'll make it easier. You just dropped your own quarter. It's rolling down the hill. You have to go running after it. It's your quarter. So let me make it easier. So, you dro- dropped your quarter. You're not picking it up. It's rolling toward the drain. In the drain. No, it's gone forever. Down the drain, literally and figuratively. Mamish Baltash goes on money, primarily. It's gone. Do you go scuba diving in drains? It's gone. You're never going to find this. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Going off the Brooklyn Bridge, it's gone. No, I knew somebody was going to ask that, all you farmers out there. We're going to get to all these. I'm getting ahead of myself. If you, they're burning grain to prop up the price because the farmers are, are going bankrupt because the price of grain was too low. That's a good shot. It's not about you're burning grain. Your mom is burning food. But at least I have a reason. I have a survivor here. I just don't want to bend down. Do I have a right not to bend down? What happened to? That exactly the answer. It's Baltashkas to waste money. You just dropped a quarter out of your pocket. Yeah, a quarter is too much, a dime. But I'm just, right? So, well, it's a Shiloh, that's a puta. I'm not sure it's a puta is the minimum you could buy something with. Can you still buy a gumball with a dime? I think you can buy anything with a quarter, but certainly can't do with a penny. What? Can you? Just a mafka to give you, it's not about tashas, I'm giving you a gift. Anyway, but my point is that here we have a tree, some lonely area. What? Yeah? No, they save it for, I'll bring you many, many riots. We're on the trees now. We'll get some money later. But I'll have many, many riots from Ferris from Paiskim that if you waste money, it's Baltashkas. Now, you're asking, what is wasting money? That's a big sugya for us Americans. You're wasting money here. If it fell, you're not doing anything. You're just 
Um, if you fell and it's right here, bouncing up and down, I don't turn it down, then it starts rolling. Why didn't I do something? Well, that's what he's asking. But the answer is yes. The answer is yes. But the reason I bring this up now, we'll, we'll have plenty of time to discuss it later. I bring it up now because we have a situation where the tree is out in the middle of nowhere and the way the Mechaber describes it is because no one's going to bring it in. By the time it gets there, it'll be spoiled and nobody's really interested. Well, that's a story why nobody's interested in these berries and these crab apples. They're all edible and no one wants to do anything about it because nobody really cares because they have better things to do. So that's what you started asking last night and I, we can't get to that now either, but how much shishtadlus do you have to do to keep the tree up? Like we have a lot of technology today. You have to spray it. You have to, like the example I gave you with the uh, laying the person that's sick. I don't know if we gave that example yet. With so that's, that's something we have to get to. The point is, Baltashkis is not only by trees, it's by everything else, certainly by money. Right now in the trees, and here, there is some area of the sugya that seems to be saying clearly that for whatever reason, no one's paying attention to these fruits and therefore go right ahead. The question is, the subject is asking, is that even real fruits that everybody's masking as fruits? That's sort of what you're asking also. Um, how many people, how much money do you need in order to be able to say, well, you might be ignoring it, but most people don't. And then the million dollar question, which will come up in every area of the sugya, is we're ignoring this because in America we live in an affluent society. So does that make everything mutter? Or... Or are we all doing something wrong? Maybe we have a beautiful tree in the backyard as delicious berries. Maybe we should be doing something about it. So that's going to be uh, down the line coming attractions. Let's go to your single sheet because the one Gemara that talks about Batashas we still didn't see inside yet. <coughs> Take a look <coughs> at your single sheet again. That's number 26 in the folder. And we saw one line yesterday. The shear for the amount that is still considered a fruit-bearing tree that makes it worth it to harvest it is ditan kaba, a kav of fruit. an olive tree. What's the shear? Roiva, not a kav. It's a quarter of that. Roiva kav. Gemara answer. Shiny zesim dechashive, and zesim are very chashiv and. Therefore, even a smaller shear will require you to not cut it down and maybe, per your question, require you to upkeep it, but that will cover under a separate subtopic. Amar Abchanina. Here's the scary part that I stopped the shear before yesterday because I want to end with this. Amar Abchanina. Famous Abchanina. Lo shachiv. The two gears is here. Lo shachiv shivchis beri. Look in the gears on the side of the Gazetzionim in Gimel. Shivchabri, some say the gear says Shichasbri. That's stam an interesting Shichas. Shivcha, I understand the name. Why would somebody name their son Shivcha as in Shevach? Shichas as in forgetting. Why would somebody name their son that? Um Kashanamai said there's a third gear so that Shivchasbri is not his son, it's the name of a guy. That would be easier because the Kash Arabi is gonna ask is gonna become apparent in one moment. So let's just finish the story first. Ella the cuts to a nasa beloy zmana. He cut down a taina tree, a date tree, a fig tree, and he cut it down beloy zmana before its time. There are many mahalchim. I'll mention them briefly because we'll get into them uh, more being later, but. Assuming, like most Zacharinim assume, we ask this Kasha, that Hanina's son, he was a Gavarab himself and he knew what to learn, and 
Everybody knows the Pasuk of Chumash, you can't cut down fruit-bearing trees. So why would his son, Shivchas, cut down this tree? Whatever he did, Mutter Asr, it was dangerous, and he died. Why would somebody die? It's not a chiyam. The answer is on his madrega. Some of Hashem say he was such a tzaddik. The father said the only reason he died was because of this. Hashem is madaktik chuta saira. What was he thinking? So there are many possibilities. Some make a dig that he cut down a tree per our discussion last night that was getting old, getting very old, and it was borderline producing its kav. And some say by a tree it's also very valuable. It's less than a kav, whatever the shear is, and... He jumped the gun and he cut it down before it was ready to be cut down by a month, a year, a season, or whatever it is. And that was a big mistake. Some say that he had no head to cut it down because of that, and some say no. This is one of the sources that even when it's mutter to cut it down, you have a clear header, it's still dangerous. Therefore, you shouldn't do it. That's from this Gemara. Why did he do it is the question. That's what I'm saying. So some say he did it because he needed some wood for the fireplace or he needed some cooking wood, or he was trying to raise some money for his lumber business. There's going to be a million reasons why he cut down the tree, and he looked at the tree, and it was shvachamaisis, and he figured, okay, um, I can cut it down. So either he made a mistake in the shear, or he made a mistake that even though Alpinigla, it's mutter to cut it down now, but Alpinister, it might be not a great idea. As I told you, this is one of the few sugis and shas, this is not learning Zaire here, the few sugis and shas, where along with all the halachas we discussed, is a sakana aspect. That's very rare. Usually you can mention such a thing, but you'll mention it, Derek Agav, that this is what this farm HaKadosh would say. But here, it's, some say from this line, it's part and parcel of the Sugit, so Farish Gamar and Baba Kama. So, the question is, what was his mistake? What was his Havamina? And that's a discussion of, of some of the possibilities. Amar Ravina. And this is the basis of the Heter, barring the Inyan Apikabola, which might or might not be a riot from the Gemara before, because many Acharanim say from the line before, he cut down something below his mana and it was also, that's why it was dangerous, not because it was mutter and dangerous. Two very different ways of learning the Gemara. Here the Gemara says, which Rashi will tell us means the wood is worth a lot of money, more than the fruit, and you're making an economical decision, and um, this is the way it goes, and you're making money in the deal, so it's not baltashus. Simple. And Mulabadam goes on the wood. Take a look at Rashi. That means the wood. That's easy enough. So by olives, happens to be the olive wood is very expensive, but the olives are also, and the olive will give a yield for another 300 years. Once you cut the wood, you're in big trouble. So you're not going to have that head to an olive tree so quickly. Again, mutter doesn't necessarily mean advisable, depending how you learned the line before. Now, listen to this diak, because this is what we raised last night. And we saw the Malam shot already. Everybody talks about this, but the Gemara is a drasha. It's not a steer, it's the Malam shot or the other shot we offer. And that is, why is the Pesach out of its way to say, if you have a tree that's absolutely not a fruit-bearing tree, then you can cut it down. Well, some of the the Hummer, if you're not sure, you wouldn't cut it down. Why do I need the Pesach? So the Malam brings down that it's even if it's Reif Stadam Leheter, it's telling you it's also anyway. And we mentioned that um, it's hard to tell. The Malam also mentioned this, and therefore... We're not staring at a tree that any novice would know is not a fruit-bearing tree. It's talking about it's old, and we don't know if it's old enough, like the mistake, perhaps, of Shuchus, the son of Hanina. And the Pasuk's warning you that you better be very careful, and probably also warning you about the Inginop Pekabala of the Sakana. That's also in all the Pesukim, uh, whether we see it or not, but in this Pesukim you see it. And here, the Gemara 
all those pshatim are fit in very well. Here the Gemara gives you a drosha, which is again not a steerer to those. Rak eitz asher teida, ze ilan Michael. Take a look at Rashi. Rak eitz asher teida, kroy yaseiru. All things are extra. Lemichtev rak asher lohu Michael. If the pasuk wants to add a lot, just say anything that's not a fruit bearing tree, meaning ilan esrak. It doesn't say that. And the Gemara now splits it into two. The first part of the Pazik Rak Eitz Asher Teda Ze Eitz Meichel. Next Rashi Ze Eitz Meichel Hachli Kama Rak Eitz Asher Teda Im Ein Chayadeya Karav Lamatzar Elohu. If you don't see any other trees while you're battling the enemy and laying siege to the city, and this is what's available, Ze Mashiach, as they say, Kachenu, take it. So the Gemara is daishening. Rak Eitzah Sheteida Ze'ilamaychel, meaning it's a heter to take the Ilamaychel if there's nothing else around, and you're in the middle of a war, and you don't have three hours to go get a different tree. Va'afilu Hu Shamaychel. Rashi spells it out. What's the next part of the Joshua? Go back to the Gemara. Ki Lo'etz Maychel Hu Ze'ilansrach. So that's obviously the preferred. Sigma as well, if you're matering a fruit bearing tree also in the siege, so what's the Isser? called over. Why do you have to look for a tree that's not an Eitz Michael? And the Gemara answers, which means if you're laying siege to the city and you have one over there and one over there, and you're the sergeant, instead of telling the private to cut down the fruit bearing tree, you should tell him that just walk 30 feet over there and cut that one down first. We might not need this yet. But if it impedes the war effort and you've got to cut down a lot of trees and it's a half a mile down, uh, and that's going to be the word of it, then the Gemara says you don't have to. Which again, it fits in very well to Baltashi. Baltashi is always going to be a function of money, value, in terms of what you're deciding on, and convenience, which is, and I want to use the American expression, which does play a role, Dafka in our generation, time is money. That doesn't mean that you have a head to the whole sugya, but that's my quarter example comes out to $60 an hour. Not that you're finding that many quarters, that would be 240 quarters, but a quarter for bending down 15 seconds is the equivalent of $60 an hour, and if you think about it. So if you're not making $60 an hour, then you should be bending down to get the quarter. What if you're making $70 an hour? So do you say, well, I'm not wasting 15 seconds. That's not to no game. It's 15 seconds won't get you that late to work. But a lot of the hetan that people think they have is that, yeah, I'm not dealing with this because I've got bad things to do and better ways to make money. But that heter only goes so far. It does play a role. Here, the fighting a war, and how much time can you spend looking for the other trees? That depends how far it is, how much wood you need. So the Gemara says, it's mutter. Just if you have a choice, don't cut down the fruit-bearing tree if you can avoid it. That's the drusha of the Gemara. The $60 an hour, $60 an hour should be... Why not? Great exercise. You should pay him. I'm asking if, if a guy would tell you to do not, what a push ups, what do you do when you go down to touch your toes? What's that called? It's recycling. Haven't done it in many years. What? <laughs> what? They don't make $60 an hour. By the way, I've seen plenty of people in Brooklyn, the same people getting the berries, by the way. I have no problem. They're hard workers. We, we, we tip our hats to them. Uh, they're hardworking, honest people, and they, they should be doing that. They don't make sixty dollars an hour. They do, huh? But he's talking about the guys going to the garbage cans, picking up bottles. No, elevator unions. Elevator unions make eighty dollars an hour. Um, okay. Next time a guy calls me, what he should go into? I'm going to uh, send him to the nearest elevator building. The point is that. 
okay, I, I'm asking, I'm saying, it's not, I'm just doing the math here, it's not, you're not finding 240 quarters. So, and by the way, I, I'm not saying you do. I'm just trying to give you something to think about. I, as Chatani Maskir, I don't know if it's a very, I, I usually, if I'm walking somewhere, I'm walking in a pretty fast clip. And if I'd see something shiny, I wouldn't even take 10 seconds to look because it's probably not a silver dollar. It's probably not a Canadian loony. That's a word. That's a Canadian uh, dollar. And it's probably not a rare coin. And it's probably a diamond. I'm going to go pick it up. It's probably dirty. And I'm finicky. And I've got to worry about what germs and start cleaning it off. And I've got to bend down, make sure nobody in back of me doesn't stop short. Uh, right. So, so what I'm saying is, if you have a real apple tree in your backyard, according to this Sogyanola, you say, Lamaisa, you don't harvest your apples, good apples, not crab apples. So say everything's mutter because I gotta go to work. I'm not harvesting my apples. Who's got time for this? But that can't be a heta for the whole sugya because the sugya would be very short and it's not a short sugya. It's quite uh, complex. Chasha person does that. Okay. Okay. So I'll let you look for quarters between now and Meyer in the hallway. Uh, by the way, they find a lot of money in the parking lot over here. So you can take a look. We've had a lot of interesting shilas. And we will pick up on Monday. Um, is everybody okay? We'll shut off the camera for this shila. Um, is everybody okay with going upstairs? There's Nushim's. I do want to open up the.